This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome to Space Waffles. I'm Arzu, and with me today is my best friend, Chelsea. Hi. So Chelsea and I thought this would be fun um, to give you a little insight into what our friendship is like, um, (laughs) which is... Casual conversation spirals into several hours of arguing. It's not not a <laughs> very firm and passionate discussion. Now, Friendly this is not arguing. several hours. If you look at the timestamp, you'll see it's not several hours long. But <laughs> how this started was Chelsea finding a list of Star Wars fan theories and thinking it would be fun to throw them at me mm-hmm. and see if I could debunk them while she plays devil's advocate. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, so uh, I'm disclaimer pretend, off the top. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pretend like you believe this because disclaimer off the yeah. top, I don't think you believe any of these. I've only no. seen a couple of them. Well, one of them I actually think is true, but okay. we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we get to that. I've only, I've only seen a couple of them. I've been amped up all day, ready <laughs> to yell about this one. Um, we put off our recording long enough so I could have dinner so that we only got passionate Arzu and not hangry Arzu. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. All right. Are you ready? With that in mind, let's let's just jump right to it. Let's let's have theory number one. Okay. I'm going to start with the one that will probably upset you the most, obviously, because right. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Palpatine, um, who I will call either Palps or Palpy as I see fit, because I want to, and because he does not deserve our respect. So I also only call him Palps or Palpy if I can help it. So. I support this decision. Okay. So this theory is that Palps is Anakin's father by way of creating the midi-chlorians that impregnated Shmi. Okay. This is the one that I was all riled up about because (laughs) what everybody does is they will cite this and then channel it down to Raylo or Cousins and therefore it's gross. So here's my thing. The comic book that this comes from, this is a nightmare sequence. <laughs> this is not actually happening. This is the dark side telling Anakin what he does not want to hear because it's going to hurt him. Beyond that, I am about 98% certain that somebody asked someone from the story group if this was true. And he said that he does not like to mess with interpretation but that was not the intent of this scene nor is that what the scene is trying to convey i can see you gearing up to like (laughs) (laughs) but palpy talked a lot about how he learned from plagius the wise who was renowned for his like life-giving skills creating life and bringing back life um, I mean, I guess we don't really know for sure if Plagueis could do that or if Palpatine just said that he could. Um, I think it's in a, a Legends novel. Like, it's not canon anymore. But I think it's covered in one of the books. Maybe. So, I, I mean, but... it's if Plagueis taught Palps how to bring people back to life and all of this stuff and... We see later on, unfortunately, about how Palps, you know, makes clones. Um, It's not totally out of the ballpark to be 
like, well, maybe he can influence midi-chlorians directly. I don't think the concept is out of the ballpark. Not at all. Because we, we do know that Anakin is the product of immaculate conception. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, he was, he has a mother and midi-chlorians. Like, we know that. So I don't think it's that it's out of the realm of possibility. But I do think with Anakin knowing this about Palpatine and, like, knowing that it is possible for him to, like, create life using his powers, that, of course, this is the natural extension of his thought process as well. Mm-hmm. I was created from nothing. He can create things from nothing. What if, and therefore, that's why I'm like this? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's it's like a very true grant this is one of the comics i've not read but i don't think that it's literally true as presented i just think it's the most horrifying implication that his subconscious can come up with right and i do think it makes sense for palps to pick a random slave woman to do this to because he absolutely would not care about her and would just be like like um experimenting and being like, hey, I wonder if this would work. Let's try to impregnate this random slave woman. Th- that's, that's the thing. Totally I, don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility in a general sense. I just think that, like, as far as Anakin's concerned, this was just an expression of his fear. And then as far as, like, larger storytelling implications are concerned, it's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Which up until a certain point, the storytelling wasn't lazy. Right. Yeah. So yeah, in in hindsight it is very lazy. But I uh yeah. I had fun thinking about it and I made a little uh family tree chart. Is it a circle? <laughs> <laughs> it's a single line that just goes down. No. <laughs> no, but I was like looking at the generations and I'm like, okay, well, if Palps is Anakin's father, then that means Ray and Kylo Ren are first cousins once removed very sexy of them (laughs) (laughs) totally stop blowing holes in my ship (laughs) i guess that brings up the whole question of is it gross if they don't know they're related i get when that we actually could get that question too with luke and leia as they kiss that's very gross because (laughs) r2's in the room and r2 knows Oh, yeah. R2 should have said something. The minute <laughs> they're making eyes at each other, R2 should have said something. Well, maybe he didn't think anything of it until it just happened and then it happened so quickly. And he's like, uh. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'm currently reading Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which is like the first Star Wars novel to be published ever, other than the novelization of the first and um, of the first movie. And we're going to be covering that in a couple weeks here on the show. But I will say, as a very loose comment, that it's clear that they came up with the brother and sister thing down the line because the way these two are looking at each other and thinking about each other, I'm like, no, stop. (laughs) Padme is up there somewhere going, what are you doing? (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, they obviously didn't know, like the writers didn't know, but right now that you brought that up, it's funny to think about. Another way that um, Bray and Kylo Ren end up as cousins in another fan theory (laughs) is that Ray is a clone of Luke. And this happened because when he got his hand cut off, 
um, they were able to use the cells from his severed hand <laughs> to extract the DNA to make a clone of him. And she is one of those clones that was made of him. So then Ray and Kylo Ren are first cousins. I don't know why this girl couldn't just be a nothing from nowhere. Right. I don't know why that's such a hard concept to wrap the head around. <laughs> and yet, I have also heard this theory before. I saw the the comic where like I think it's Vader has Luke's hands in a jar and he's like, look at all the things I could make with this. And then everyone's like, you're gonna make Ray out of this, aren't you? Because or I guess <laughs> Steve Palpatine or whatever her dad's name is, like I <laughs> I guess there is like a grain of truth to it in that like we know Palps is obsessed with cloning and that he had a really hard time cloning himself. He had a really hard time like cloning himself to the point to give himself a new body to live in. Um, so it would kind of make sense that he's like, oh, here is the DNA of another force user who might be you know, strong enough to produce a clone that I could then inhabit later. I'm go on the record and say that if Ray's father, Steve Palpatine, is a Palpatine clone mixed with Luke DNA, that I'm leaving this fandom forever. <laughs> I like it's bad. That's not enough. one of the theories I read. That's a new one. Congratulations. I know, but I'm just saying if if there is any truth to this in any respect, because it's bad enough that they made her a Luke fangirl, all they need to do is make her a Luke clone too. Right? <laughs> I, if this isn't indicative of where we're at, I don't know what is, but a, a few months ago, McDonald's had like a run of Star Wars toys and they were like little ships with giant heads on them. And I was looking at it going, well, I, I would want a Ray one if I could find it. I'm like, they didn't make a Ray one. That's so weird because there's Finn and I see Kylo and I see Poe and I'm like, there's no Ray. And then I realized the one I thought was Luke Skywalker was Ray. <laughs> because it's Ray wearing Luke's helmet flying Luke's ship oh. so if that's not indicative of where we're at with this poor girl I don't know what is so I mean, she does end up a Skywalker Chelsea I swear to god <laughs> <laughs> well part of the um the the theory on this one too that supposedly supports it is that when Ray hears luke's lightsaber like calling out to her it's because she shares his dna and therefore feels a connection to it i forgot that lightsabers are genetically encoded they're not <laughs> like but she's also hearing obi-wan talk to her because at that point in time obi-wan was her grandfather until the writing changed but that was the intent right that's why he's the last voice she hears. Because again, this girl can't just be nobody. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sarcasm doesn't read over the mic, but I hope you all know me well enough by now. <laughs> <laughs> My poor baby girl. <laughs> Look, somebody's got to be a clone of somebody, okay? Like, half these band theories are about clones. We have 1.2 million clones in the Star Wars galaxy. <laughs> that's true and they're great i love them they all have their own individual personalities that's enough clones <laughs> for me it's funny that those clones did so well and palps can't get his own clone done it's like you know maybe you should have like not destroyed camino 
because they could have helped you out. He destroyed Camino, and then, like, 30 years later, he's got scientists, like, extracting blood from baby gremlins, and they're like, I don't know why it's not working. Like, well, you killed the foremost experts in cloning. I wonder yep. why. Yep. That was that was not a smart move. No, not at all. Um, so another, like, clone-related one. Oh, actually, there's two more. Um oh, good. <laughs> the craziest one is that maybe the Knights of Ren are clones of Rey because when she <laughs> goes into the cave and has the mirror vision where there's like dozens of her it's showing that she's just one iteration of many and so her other iterations are the Knights of Ren my only thing with this is they're older than her yeah, that's true. That's the only thing, is they're all older than her. Well, she just, like, stayed in the test tube a little longer. Right, because Ray's a Luke clone. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. She's a clone. We... They're clones. They're all clones of each other. <laughs> I wish we had more Knights of Ren, just generally speaking, while we're on the subject. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they're all nice. actually her. That's why they wear helmets all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. They yeah. they took this five foot seven woman and just cloned her into all of these six <laughs> foot five. Well, the clones can be stretched different sizes because if Snoke is supposedly a clone of Palps, he's like three times as tall as Palps was. <laughs> no, he's normal sized. No, he's huge. He like towers. He's like twice as tall as Palpatine. Okay, twice as tall. Still, still, yeah, okay. that's really tall. I just, he has a really big head. Yeah. Yeah. I would. <laughs> if the line I I'm sorry, this is me just complaining now, but the line I made Snoke back to back with the clone tank. If that wasn't in the same movie, I would complain about lazy writing. But the fact that it was in the same movie hurts me even more because like he's like i made snoke i'm like ah like you made him the man he was and then they showed like a test too i'm like never mind <laughs> you literally there's pickles in a jar i'm like right Pickle snoke. <laughs> got it right well so another clone kind of related one is that snoke instead of being a clone of palps is actually plagius i would have taken this i would have taken this in a heartbeat yeah at least they're trying something yeah, I think that's a little bit more interesting because then it's like, okay, we've heard of this person, but we don't really know them yet. So then we get to know a new villain, which is kind of cool. Even um, if like they had played out seven and eight exactly the way it was, and then we get to nine, and it turns out that Snoke had been Plagueis the whole time. Then Kylo Ren and Rey killed Plagueis, and that's like a huge deal. Yeah. So, you know, what are the ramifications of that? And yeah. what, how is Palpatine going to deal with that? Yeah, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. Yeah. And and him being Plagueis takes away some of the ridiculousness that is Palpy. <laughs> Just less Palpy time overall, yes. I think, is, is Just, what we all need. He needs less screen time in general. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. So another... Okay, no more clone-related ones, I don't think. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> another theory <laughs> is that Skywalker is going to be a new term for a Force user. 
which I, I don't totally hate. I remember hearing this pre the rise of Skywalker, like before the movie had come out and people couldn't tell who the Skywalker who was going to rise was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then all of us were like, well, it's Ben, obviously. And then <laughs> no, um, but <laughs> then the clown makeup, but um, I wouldn't have hated it. I, I don't, I don't like the idea of real world hero worship of Luke Skywalker being a one-to-one translation for the galaxy far, far away. Because mm-hmm. most people are unaware of the Jedi, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But now in hindsight, if I could have a choice between what we got and that, I would prefer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes a little bit of sense. Like if you try to think of the think of it as a word more literally somebody who can walk the skies through the use of the force it can be you know kind of poetic if you think about it um i just don't like how it's just giving so much more screen time to the skywalkers who are already heavily dominating this entire series which i mean it's not totally bad i mean they're great characters but there are more people in the galaxy than the Skywalkers. And so (laughs) making them like a term after their family has died out is like just a way to like keep them going artificially after the fact. And so it just feels a bit contrived. Yeah. And the thing is like in, in Canon in current Canon too, um, in the Thrawn books, you learn that the, the Chiss ascendancy have these young generally female force sensitive pilots that in their language like translated to basic translates to skywalker like with a hyphen mm. with a hyphen and it other than thrawn meeting anakin skywalker and hearing his last name and being like huh that's interesting like there's never really a crossover mm-hmm. that would have been interesting that would would be interesting to yeah. explore in some capacity yeah But then you run into that conflict of like, if that's also what the Jedi are calling themselves now. Well, not necessarily what the Jedi are calling themselves, but what force users are calling themselves. I mean, there could still be a distinction between force user and Jedi. Oh, then even less so. Like imagine making like Luke's last name, like synonymous with something like the Bendu Mm -hmm. or all of that. Like, I, I think that would be severely overstating the importance of the family. Right. Like they're cool. They're really cool characters, but too much. Yeah. Too much of them. Yeah. Let's see. Um, are you ready for one that's going to like really make you angry? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so we know that Boba Fett spent a lot of time on Tatooine. <laughs> Is Boba Fett a Skywalker? No, no. That Boba Fett, while working as a bounty hunter, took out the bounty on Owen and Beru. Oh, that's interesting, right? Oh man, okay. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> hmm. I mean, he is on Tatooine at the time. Yeah. Is. He's with Jabba, though, and I don't think Jabba got overly involved with 
with what the Empire is doing. But that's interesting. Yeah. I would add some dimension to it, especially like later <laughs> on when he uh, gets entangled in the Skywalker mess again. Right. The barge. Oh, I'm not, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, he sees, he sees Luke again and maybe he, I wonder like how that would influence like what he's thinking at the time when he sees Luke on the barge. Um, I, would, I would just love a scene in general where Boba meets the crew again, like Boba <laughs> now meets the crew again. He's like, okay, I've come around. I think you've all come around. Han, Please you're don't a parent now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I'm, so not, that, I'm not totally opposed to that. Okay, okay. It's heartbreaking, but it's interesting. I mean, I know we all joke about the galaxy being, like, huge and there's only, like, ten people, but <laughs> yeah. he was right there, so. Yeah, and he was okay. a bounty hunter, so he could have done it. Oh, I like some damage in, a pa- in his past. <laughs> <laughs> One more flashback. One more flashback, and it's angsty and sad. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Yeah, maybe he felt bad about it. Oh my god, that's why he wanted to turn his life around. <laughs> that is being the catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> the Lars's death. Oh my god. Well, it's not quite the catalyst because then he still like sees Luke again later, and he's yeah. still looking for Jabba. But no, definitely know, crawling that... out of the Sarlacc was the catalyst. Oh change. yeah, for sure. But maybe that like started him thinking in the right direction of oh, why am I killing these like nice people? I'm trapped in this thankless system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad that one didn't make you mad <laughs> oh because i because i would defend boba fett with my life but like mm-hmm. i like i don't know i don't hate it <laughs> <laughs> okay here's uh another interesting one that could be controversial mm-hmm. so with han and kylo when they're on that platform together facing off and it looks like Kylo turned on the lightsaber and killed his father. Theory is that Han did it himself to spare Kylo the pain of having to kill his father because he knew he had to do it. I'm just imagining Harrison Ford being like, no, seriously, please kill me off. (laughs) I don't want to come back. That's true. But... I okay so I I like the idea of Kylo having done it because he thinks he has to yeah and then the like Snoke says the deed split him to the bone but see now okay if he had lived and we had time to like explore this with him in like a non-urgent headspace mm-hmm. it would have been an interesting thing for him to like really be reflecting on that day and like what happened and is no longer 100% convinced that he did it himself. Right. I think that lets him off easy. I think him having to reconcile with the fact that he did kill his father makes for like really interesting character development. Yeah, I agree. And like, I do think having it be Han would let him off easy, but I also don't think that Han is totally caught off guard in the moment either. Yeah. I, I don't think it was really a surprise. I think when it actually happened, there was a moment of shock of like the pain. Yeah, like physical. But I don't think shock, he was. But... Yeah, I don't think he was actually surprised by it. 
No, because like the way he says goodbye to Leia, I think both of them know that there's a very strong chance he's not coming home. Yeah. He sees Ben walk by, Kylo walk by. He's got he's got every opportunity to leave, and he goes and stands on this non OSHA compliant platform. <laughs> And he know he knows that like either his son is coming home or he's gonna die, and there's no yeah, in between. That's true. So, so yeah, I don't think Han is like an innocent, blameless, caught off guard old man in the moment of his death. But I think the actual mm-hmm. switch flick was Kylo. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's nice to think about Han doing it for him as like the last fatherly action. Yeah, but, um, but I think really the fatherly action is letting himself be killed. Is is be is is going there? Is being there? Yeah. Is making that one last attempt to bring him home, and then even after his son stabs him fatally, and right before mm-hmm. he falls, is to like reach out and like caress his face. Like, yeah, you literally stabbed me in the chest. Yeah, and I still love you. Like, yeah. And I think that more than anything is what split him to the bone. If he had stabbed him and then Han had like tried to fight back and fell off the platform, like it would have been one thing. Right. But the last thing his father does is not, he doesn't curse him. He doesn't insult him. He doesn't say anything. He like touches his cheek. Yeah. So that split him to the bone. Yep. More than anything else. Yeah. Okay. So this one is the one I think is totally valid. Is that the Ewoks ate stormtroopers? Yep. Yep. <laughs> murder bears. They are yes. murder bears. Adorable murder bears. No, because no regrets. We, we see that they want to eat Luke and Han. And then at the end, they're playing stormtrooper helmets like drums. So obviously, they had access to the bodies. <laughs> Which kind of makes me wonder if, like, Luke, Han, Leia, and Lando are like, we're vegetarians. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't know what's in the food. Yeah, I don't know where you got that meat from. Well, I guess there's other pilots away. there, too. But all, all of the rebel pilots are like, we don't eat meat. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> y'all enjoy, but we don't eat meat. <laughs> Han and Luke had to spread the word, don't eat the meat. Just don't touch it. Don't what eat is the it? mystery You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, so that one I think is totally true. 100% that's what happened. Yep. And it's not cannibalism, so it's fine. Oh. Yep. It's People got eaten by bears in the wild. Yeah, totally. It's fine. It's, just, it's natural. It happens. And then it just makes me think, too, of, like, your theory in watching those old Ewok movies is that they actually can speak basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can. And they just and they choose, choose not, not to. to. <laughs> That just plays even farther into the murder bear theory. They lull like... you into a false sense of security right before they kill you to eat you. <laughs> they say something right before... basic. Yeah, exactly. Right before they kill you, they tell you that they're going to kill you and eat you. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Am I going crazy or did you just speak basic? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out for those murder bears. Mm-hmm. Can't trust them. Mm-mm. Okay, this last one uh, I know that you've heard before, um, but it definitely gets widely circulated, is that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Candace wishes she was here because Candace loves this theory. <laughs> Brie loves this theory. I hate this theory. 
Oh my. I feel I like it's a really funny theory, but it's a lazy way to explain why he's so stupid. I think it's not just that it under you know I don't love Palpy. I have no love for Palpy. But it really undercuts how scary prequel Palpy is. Mm-hmm. Because he like orchestrates it so Padme's not there. And then he orchestrates it so that Jar Jar takes her place and mm-hmm. that Jar Jar gives him the emergency powers because Jar Jar is very sweet and very mm-hmm. trusting, but not very smart. Yeah. And all of that is used to his advantage and to be like, actually, he was doing it on purpose. Like, to what end? Mm-hmm. To what end? Because they lose the war anyway. Yeah. He doesn't ascend to any kind of power. And then when we see in the Aftermath books, he's he's back on Naboo with a very tragic ending. Like, nobody takes him seriously because he's the one who essentially caused the government to crumble. So nobody trusts him anymore. So, like, hmm. it doesn't hold water because it doesn't pay off in any way. Right. Well, see, I didn't know about all that. Yeah. I mean, some might argue that, like, it doesn't pay off because... George Lucas, like, saw the reception to Jar Jar and scaled him back in the movies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jar Jar was, like, a big presence in Phantom Menace because Phantom Menace is for eight-year-olds. Like, yep. Yep. you know, it's it's he's the comic relief. Like, he mm-hmm. was definitely what everybody in my class was talking about when we all saw it when it came out. Like, oh, we yeah. were in third, third or fourth grade at the time. And then, yeah. you know, as the story gets more serious, there's less need for a comic relief. Right. But now that he's there, he's being, he's just as manipulated as everybody else is. Yep. It's sad. It is sad. Especially sad because he was a Sith Lord and he just didn't get his chance. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't get his time to shine. (laughs) This is the Darth Jar Jar network now. I'm being, I'm slowly (laughs) becoming outnumbered. (laughs) No, I'm really on your side, but (laughs) it's fun to get you riled up. I'm glad this is amusing to you. It is. Do you have any others? Um, I don't think so. Just trying to think of any other way that I can uh, bring up Ray and Ben being first cousins. What if he comes back to life and they live happily ever after as not first cousins? What about that theory? I like that theory. You know, I mean, the cloning technology is right there. Ah, it, no. <laughs> she can make a clone of him. And accelerate him and then all of a sudden slow it down at like well, 30. Like, so he ages maybe normally. If she does it fast enough, then his essence won't be like totally in the ether yet or whatever. And he can re-inhabit his new clone body. Or she can go to the world between worlds. I know that's not how it works. Don't at me. And um. You just pull them out. It's it's yeah. a space magic show. It works the way you want it to. That's true. There we wow. go. I like that theory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored with that. That's what's happening. Episode ten. Let's go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I think you I think you would be amused by my um my family tree that I made for for Palpy. Um, I have like on one side Palpy and Shmi making Anakin. And then on the other side, because they talk about Ray's father as if he's Palpy's son. So I have Palpy plus science going down to <laughs> take a picture of this. I'll put it in the, I'll put it on the website <laughs> under the episode. 
palps and science makes clone rebel who has a wife because they're both unnamed <laughs> they will not be unnamed as of june oh really yeah when shadow of the sith comes out oh okay they're getting names mm. it's not steve palpatine anymore <laughs> what's the wife's fake name is there one ray's mom <laughs> Yeah, so I've got, uh, yeah, science. Or Jody, because the rebel wife. Yeah. I also don't know how to smell, sh- how to spell Shmi, so I just guess. S H M I. Oh, I got it right. I'm so smart. Yay! It's subconscious. Yeah. I was like, is there a C in there? All right. So, have you thought of any other ways to make Ray and Kylo first cousins? Hmm. I mean, definitely something to do with cloning, obviously. But then it doesn't count because they're clones. (laughs) (laughs) That's my logic. I'm sticking to it. Well, I mean, you have to have clones for them to be cousins at all. Because in both theory, like, in the one, it's like Rey is the daughter of a clone. And so that's why she's related to Palpy. Or she's a clone of Luke. So clones have to be involved in order for her to be related to to Ben. Well, the clones are always going to be involved because we can't undo that now. I mean... I mean, on her side, anyway. They can find a way to undo it, right? If they're properly motivated. Yeah. Nah. He's going to come back from the world between worlds and be like, funny story, none of that was true. I can't believe you (laughs) fell for it. all a dream. It's like, I was just trying to mess with you. And then I died before I could explain that it was a joke. But anyway, I'm back now. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I mean, the, like the whole thing, like the entire sequel trilogy is a fever dream. No, I like the first <laughs> two. We're keeping those two. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So if you would like more of Chelsea's conspiracy theories, you can find her on Twitter at Chelsea Fearless. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Arzuamin for all of your space waffles updates. And then as a network, we are on Twitter at geeky underscore waffle. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the geeky waffle. And we are at the geeky And that's where you can find our list of shows and all of our reviews, recaps, book reviews, all of that fun stuff written by a group of talented writers, including Chelsea now. And you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekywaffle. And that's where you can get access to things like our Discord server and Waffles After Dark. So thank you all so much for listening. There are too many clones in Star Wars and may the waffles be with you.